0: everyone welcome back to get cute um (laughs) this episode is going to be really awkward mainly because i had the idea of going forward with an episode about big o notation and was really excited to get up and start going back through the cracking the coding interview and taking notes and kind of putting it into a format that's Um, easier to deal with than what is in cracking the coding interview. And then I realized it would be super awkward to not address the big fat elephant in the room. The big fat elephant in the room is my Medium article. If I do have listeners that have no idea what the heck I'm talking about, by all means, the link to the Medium article will be in the show notes I need to address a few things first. A, I never in my wildest dreams thought that the article would take off in the way that it did. I know I had some followers on Twitter um, and I know that posting the article at the time on the tail of two other women of color that also worked at the same organization that I did would give it uh, more exposure and I thought that would be good because I'm glad that Capital One is taking notice and is starting to understand the damage that they have done primarily to the women of color that work in the organization and a capacity as a software engineer. Now, did I think that it would go quote-unquote viral within the tech Twitter community? No, no, I, I did not. I did not expect thousands of people <laughs> to uh, read what I wrote because what I wrote was really cathartic. Um, it was something that I have been holding on to for a very long time. I have had friends that are still within the organization, reach out to me and say that, you know, you should probably talk about your experience because the voice of a black woman within the organization was not heard. And I feel as though my experience and since posting it and since having countless numbers of people. And let me just pause and say thank you so much to the people that have DM'd me, that have emailed me, that have added me on LinkedIn, that have uh, emailed me. I cannot thank you enough for your support and I also cannot thank you enough for trusting me with your situations and experiences within Capital One and then also within other tech companies. I Tweeted um, a few days ago that as much as I appreciate it. I'm still on my road to recovery. I am still fighting um, Against the PTSD that is involved with um, Just trying to get a job right now and so I just do not have the spoons to Also take on your trauma and also try to help you with yours I'm so sorry and I hope that sometime in the future I will be able to help you and to heal with you but right now I solely have to focus on myself and I I apologize for that but please do not think that I don't understand or take for granted the fact that you've reached out to me and you felt there was a connection there to do that so thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart thank you. Um. Anyway, I digress. So I, I really didn't know <laughs> that this was going to take off in the way that it did. Am I glad that it took off in the way that it did? Yes, because primarily the response to it has been positive. And I will say that um, people offering support to me and validating me was the biggest thing because I honestly, even talking to friends um, – some of my closest friends I didn't feel like they truly understood what I was going through um and that's fine because everybody's doing and going through their own shit so I'm not expecting my friends to like also have the emotional capacity to also deal with my bullshit too (laughs) let's be clear about that I'm not expecting that of them but I do feel like they didn't truly understand and it could be the way I was describing the situation or perhaps it's because I had been in the situation many times before at other companies, um, the magnitude of what I was going through. And uh, so people saying that this shit's really fucked up just reinforced that, hey, this shit's really fucked up. <laughs> and um, I really, I really, really appreciated that. Today's episode has been brought to you by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken work, entertainment, and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. I've been using to reread A Song of Ice and Fire by George R.R. Martin, and I'm so glad that I have the audiobook version to get through this time. Audible is giving Get Cute listeners a free 30-day trial and free audiobook. Yes, free. Just visit audibletrial.com forward slash getcute and Again, visit audibletrial.com forward slash get cute today for your free 30-day Audible trial. Today's episode is also brought to you by Grinding Coffee Co. Grinding Coffee Co. is a Black LGBT affiliated and owned coffee business that is aimed at providing coffee to gamers and, you know, podcast hosts. Being Black owned isn't even the best part. 50% of all the company branded merchandise, hats, mugs, and shirts, proceeds are directly donated toward a charity of our choice that is in need. They have a great selection of flavors and also have variety packs in case you can't figure out what beans to choose. Visit GrindingCoffee.co or click on the affiliate link in the show notes to use the code GETCUTE, and that is G-I-T-C-U-T-E, to receive a percentage off your order. Put your money and coffee where your mouth is. Support Black, LGBT+, affiliated and owned company, Grinding Coffee Co. Now back to the show. So what I want this episode to be is for me to um, further address my time at Capital One address some misconceptions that people are seeming to have about my time at Capital One and then also to give y'all some advice because I don't want this just to be an episode about me like boohoo me and I mean yeah boohoo me but at the same time um, I started this podcast because I wanted people to think that I had technical knowledge and knowledge to give and share and uh, I'm still going to use my platform for that, even though this is a lot for me. It's 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 a lot for me. So I think the first thing that I need to address is the timeline of the article itself. I began the article with a specific date and I ended it with a specific date. And, um, between those time points I detailed a lot of things that had happened to me regarding um, my manager regarding some senior management etc cetera, etc cetera. now I did not put in every single thing that had happened to me I need people to understand that those were just the prominent things that I had in my head when I was writing this article after it was done I did do a twitter thread um after I tweeted out the article and uh did talk about more things that had happened to me uh, that I was subjected to while I was with the organization, primarily um, with my manager at the time and the scrum master at the time. I also wanted to clarify that the scrum master that I had prior to um, my short-term disability was truly awful, Mm -hmm and when I came back we had a new scrum master who was a female she was so nice and so caring and she looked after me and she knew that I was having issues obviously coming off a short-term disability because people don't disappear for almost two months for no reason and she checked up on me and she asked how I was doing and she treated me like she knew what was going on and also just wanted the best for me. And I cannot say enough great things about her. I know that she's no longer with the company um, now, which is sad because they needed somebody like her. Um, and she was amazing. She was a great support system along with my product owner, who was also a great great amazing woman and such a great support system and she saw everything that was happening and she was also dealing with the same type of bullshit um on our team and with the company within our org so i i cannot thank those women enough for supporting me in my last few months because um it was really hard it was really difficult to do that and so yeah, I didn't talk about everything because a lot of it is still triggering for me. I, um, just thinking about it and processing it, I, I choke up if you can't hear. <laughs> um, it's still very difficult for me to talk about, but the point of this is to say that these are things that should not happen to anyone regardless of race or gender identity or anything um it's not lost on me that a lot of people go through this in our industry a whole hell of a lot of fucking people do and it's bullshit we shouldn't have to deal with managers that aren't fit to manage people we shouldn't have to deal with managers that have an ego that need things done their way or it's not the right way We shouldn't have to deal with the fact that there are people in high places that know what is going on and they do nothing because it would be bad for them politically within the company to save you. And I think that it's fucking bullshit. I think that companies need to be held more accountable. And maybe that's another reason why I wrote the Medium article. Maybe that's why I'm glad that people inside of Capital One are circulating the fuck out of my article because they now have a face to the story it's not just anonymous not saying that the anonymous articles were any less important but once they have a face to a story they can't ignore it any longer and I'm glad that I called them out I'm glad that maybe they will realize and start changing but at this time, do I suggest anybody work at that company? No, no, I don't. I don't suggest that anybody do that. I don't suggest anybody straight out of college. I don't suggest mid-level, senior level, principal. I suggest nobody work there because it it's absolutely toxic. I've seen firsthand just how hard it is for the rating system to go. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's such a bureaucratic pile of shit. (laughs) And I know that Cap One isn't the only one that has it like this. I know there are other companies like that. And I know that, you know, I just got put on a really shitty team. And that not everybody's experience is like mine. Not everybody had to deal with that. Um, I know that a lot of you can still just sit there within your privilege and – Not have to address it or say Well you know it's just because you didn't know Enough or you were a junior Developer no bitch I was a senior associate Developer there So actually I'm not junior Um that's Another thing that was odd Um it's just weird to me That now you know since I'm so junior I am like interviewing for senior Level positions but that's besides the point Um I'm (laughs) it's just a clusterfuck and obviously y- y'all can tell i didn't write a script for this episode this is very much me going off the cuff and you know kind of losing it right now um <laughs> I-, I highly suggest y'all don't go there i highly suggest that if you're dealing with something currently in your job that is making you feel this way Or that is making you feel like you're not enough and it's making you feel like maybe you don't belong, not just within the industry, but don't belong here on earth anymore like I did. Get the hell out. Um, I'm so grateful that I had the moment of clarity to go to my general practitioner and get help and I think of all the people that didn't have that moment of clarity and it would be really terrible of me to not point out that um, that was a huge part of why I'm still here and I need to tell y'all to get out before you get to that point Um, because it's it's a it's damaging. It's it's not something that you can quickly get over at all. So you, your worth as a person is so much more important than anything else in this world. And I'm sad that I... let my ego and the money distract me from that and I don't want that for y'all it's not allowed um please get out while you can if that is going on for you if you're having a great time at work by all means (laughs) carry on do what you need to do but um I just know that there's so many other black women out there that are struggling like me or women of color that are struggling like me and uh I just want you to know that you can get another job it's not that hard it really isn't um you can find value elsewhere and uh I think that's it I think that's all I need to say (laughs) about this stupid article that won't go away because now everybody knows and um, it's not something I can just delete because it's out there the internet never forgets and um, I just have to deal with the consequences what that all may be now and um, yeah I should tell y'all this episode is not going to be edited (laughs) So my ums are going to stay in there. The awkward pauses are going to stay in there. Um, This is just about as raw as a podcast episode can get. So I I think that's the end of the episode. So thank you so much to everybody that has donated since the last episode because last week I did not have an episode because it was a holiday weekend even though I don't celebrate that holiday but I needed to take a break for studying because I'm in the midst of studying for interviews that are happening so thank you so much Um, if you like this podcast or you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me at thegetcutepodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow me on Twitter. Uh, my personal Twitter is at so-and-sos, and the podcast Twitter is at podcast. If you feel like you want to support me financially, please send donations to thegetcutepodcast at gmail.com. That's PayPal and uh, i will use all proceeds to make this podcast better and to keep the content going at some point i want to be able to generate enough money to be able to pay people to be on my podcast so i can interview them so i don't just have to keep calling in favors to people (laughs) and i really think that's it again thank you to everybody that has been a huge tremendous support to me tech twitter you are amazing um special shout outs to erica joy to tatiana mac to share to Lindsay. you y'all are amazing and um i don't think i could have gotten through this without y'all honestly all right that's it and i will see y'all next week for sure